What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unparalleled Sports Talk with Joe Squame Fisher Jones. As always, I am him. And this episode is going to be about what I was wrong about. You know, and you know, I I those of you who know me, those who are new to the show or new to me, I am not a guy. I'm not a I told you so guy. I don't keep track of the things that I was right about because it really you know, you get into this game and you want to make sure you know what you're talking about. And there are instances where you're wrong. So I'm never going to come into a room and say, you know, I told you so. Like, I don't, I, I just don't, that's not me. I don't need to point out Baker, uh, the things that I was right. You know, I don't need to point out the Aaron Fox, Markel Fultz, Brett Brown, local Four. I don't need to point out Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. Jeez, that's so long. Things I was right about. Uh, Cleveland Browns as an organization. Boston Celtics. You know, I don't need to do those things. It's not where I re- where I get my confidence from. But in the instances where I'm wrong, which are very few, very few and far between, I have no problem standing up and saying I was wrong. And I was wrong in Baker Mayfield. So I would like to state that I was wrong. Baker this season, you did not suck. You were I was wrong. I thought you were arguably the worst quarterback to ever stand on two feet. I was wrong. This season, you did not suck. You know, and and I mean, full disclosure, you were great this season. You led your team to a 9-8 and eight record in a division with uh, Derek Carr. His team also went 9-8. and eight. Uh, Jesus, who else is in that division? It's hard to, hard to come. Atlanta and their roster quarterback, whoever that may be. You know, and (laughs) the disaster that is the Carolina Panthers as a quarterback, as a team, as an organization, and as a whole football staff. You managed to finish 8-8 and against those guys, and I salute you. You did not suck. Full disclosure, you you had a lights-out season. I mean, I I had to pull the numbers out, pull the numbers up to give you all your propers. You know, you finished 12th in passer rating, which is definitely – a, a, a hallmark movement for you. And I want to give you credit for that. You were you were in the top 10 and passes completed. I think you were in seven. You know, you were top 10 with 28 touchdowns. Got to give you love for that. In fact, you had career highs in passing yards, passing TDs, completion percentage, and completions. You had five 300-yard games. And it's 19-game season. Doesn't matter. You did not suck, and you deserve credit for that. You, 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 your, what did you have? You had two of your two of your three hundred yard games came in the playoffs. 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 So Baker, I owe you a humble apology. And as hard as it is for me to sit here and give you credit, when I every fiber of my soul and being tells me that it ain't gonna last, that Baker gonna Baker. This season, you deserve credit. You even beat my Eagles and took them out of their misery, which, you know, I actually appreciate because they were awful. You saved Todd Bowles' job. You brought the Tampa Bay Buccaneers life again. You know, you you threw for 4,000 yards as the former first overall pick in the draft, better than everybody else that came in the draft. Baker, I salute you, my friend. It was a great job. And I am going to spend an entire podcast, just as I spent an entire podcast pointing out all the failures all the miscues, all the excuses given to you to excuse, all the reasons given for us to excuse your failures. I am going to spend 
this podcast pointing out the things that you do well. That didn't go planned because, quite frankly, you don't do stuff well. But you didn't suck this season, and that deserves a round of applause. Nine and eight for ten. Many many picked Tampa Bay to be the one of the arguably the worst teams in football, and you know uh, you were in the worst division in football, which probably played a role in you managing to get nine games. So we can definitely say a um, first division, a schedule next year that's going to highlight being first in your division and a playoff team is probably going to be tougher. You're going to have a new offensive coordinator come, but it. But here's the thing, Baker, you're nice. You're good because this season you proved to all the naysayers that you can lead a team to above 500 record. This year you proved to all the naysayers that with a Hall of Fame wide receiver, you can complete 28 touchdown passes. Now, I'm not a smart dude, not the sharpest pencil in the box, not the crispest Tims in the, the store, but... That's less than two touchdowns a game. But in a league where passing is insane. But you know what? We're not comparing you to your contemporaries because you're Baker Mayfield. Your bar is much, much lower, Tank Tank. Your bar is much, much lower, my friend. All you have to do is not suck, and we will give you applause. You'll even be mentioned as the comeback player of the year despite playing the season before. Because, see, here's the thing. With Baker, it's never, ever, ever going to be his fault. But when he wins, it's always, always, always going to be because of Baker. Nine and eight. In a division with Derek Carr, a roster quarterback in Atlanta, and a <laughs> disaster as a franchise, organization, team, quarterback, and an NFL franchise as a whole. Nine and eight. But the big thing, the best thing about sports, no, in all sincerity, I want to give Baker credit. You know, I keep saying he did not suck, but he didn't. And he had sucked before. So for him, not sucking matters. And making it to the playoffs was a testament to his resilience as a player. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit back here and I'm going to say this in all sincerity. My issues with Baker stem to attitude, um, entitlement, lack of production, and the... A claim never matched, the achievement never matched the claim. But this season, he managed to put his head down and play football. This season, he managed to get away from all the other foolishness, except in a playoff game where he decided to do some foolishness with Philly and then get into it with uh, CJ Gardner in Detroit. But as a whole, and like I said, and like I said in the first two minutes, Baker going Baker, you know, you might be able to hide it for a little bit, but that's just the top layer. Sooner or later, we all going to see who you are, what you are, player. And we know what we we know what Baker really is. So when he gets that new contract, he gets those expectations. Ooh, those expectations always expectations always give way to disappointment. There are a few times in life where we expect something and get exactly what we expect. We can predict something and get exactly what we predict. And you say, well, that's the same thing. But no, because you go into a certain level of ex expectations, like you expect Chick Fil A to give you great service. Now, you can predict that the service could change, but you're going to expect them to give you good service. And I hope, hope that made sense to people. So expectations and predictions is a little bit different. But with a new contract, there are expectations that are going to come. 
A nine and eight record, there are expectations that are going to come. A very bad division, there are expectations that are going to come. You know, what's going on in Dallas probably is going to eliminate Dallas from playoff contention next year with Dakota. Probably possibly should be moved this offseason and a lame duck coach who Jerry Jones first and foremost is a businessman and said, I'm not going to pay two coaches at once. Nah, when that contract dies, then I'll get another coach. So they basically brought Mike McCarthy back in to fail. Going, what that means is bringing that back to Baker is expectations even crumble the strongest of franchises. And they change the end game. They change the destination. They change the point of achievement. And for Baker, the point of achievement this year was just proving that you can be a functioning NFL quarterback. And you prove that. And I don't say that in jest. I mean that in all sincerity. You prove this season that at least for 17 games, if your nose is clean and you're on the end of the earth, also known as Tampa Bay or Central Florida, you can be a functioning NFL quarterback. So now I'm challenging, and I'm not challenging you because I, I know how this is going. I don't have an expectation. I know how this is going to end. But I'm going to sit. See, here's the thing. Tell you how smart I am. I'm going to sit here and apologize now because next year, Oh, rest and believe I will be right there front and center. Go, what about Baker Mayfield? Anyone? 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 I'm not hearing anything about Baker. Tampa Bay struggling in an awful division. But this season, we're going to stay focused. This season, I'm going to give him credit. And like I said, you had a career year in your passing yards, 4,000, over 4,000 for the first time in your career as a number one pick in the NFL draft. Uh, 28 touchdowns. Never pass over 37. But again, I keep see it's hard. It's hard to, to, to pat a guy in the back for standing up. You know, I, I, I feel like I'm giving, I feel like I'm giving uh uh credit. I feel like I'm giving somebody credit for flushing the toilet after they go to the bathroom. Like, dude, you're supposed to. It, it you should be put these should be down your numbers for him. But because the bar was so low, 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 low. I have to waste my time and energy trying to put together 10 minutes of good job, Baker. Like, are you kidding me right? Damn it. No, this is, this is, I'm not applauding this crap and I'm not taking my apology back. Nine and eight is awful. It's mediocre. If you want to applaud mediocrity, then you go to, oh yeah, forget, forget all the notes. Nine and eight is awful. You want to applaud an awful nine and eight team in a bad division? Go right ahead. You want to give somebody a high five because they flushed the toilet? Then go ahead. 28 touchdowns is the first pick in the draft. You kidding me? With Mike Evans on the other side. Are you kidding me? Godwin, stop it. Stop it. There are offensive coordinators out there. They got another offensive coordinator coming in. We're going to see the excuses fly because it's going to start out like this. This is how the story's going to go. Tampa Bay is going to struggle out the gate. One of those teams in that division is going to get hot. Uh, it probably won't be the Ryan Morris-led Falcons. So more than likely, it'll probably be the Saints. And then the Bucs will struggle. And the, the narrative will read, well, they changed offensive quarter coordinators. This is what the other coordinator did. And at this juncture of his career, it shouldn't be about anything else. We're going to do another podcast about another guy that had wet the bed, but he did it in a much bigger stage than Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson choked like a porn star. And I keep saying that because that's the only person I know I can choke like that and then show their face. Like that is moving back to Baker. Stay focused. I'm not going to applaud that. I will apologize for saying you did not suck. I will apologize for saying you do not belong in the league because you proved that if given multiple chances, you will at one point stand up straight long enough for 16 games. But I will not apologize for saying 
you are a disaster at quarterback. And the great things about disasters, disaster doesn't always strike, but it will strike. That's it for this episode of Unparalleled Sports Talk with Joe's Kwame Fisher-Jones. Again, if you like the podcast, make sure you share, subscribe, comment, whatever your podcast platform allows you to do. And as always, I appreciate your time here. Until next time, be easy.